Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Gieb. A lot to get to today. Uh, it's been a wild week, it really has. And uh, it's been a week of some introspection and, of course, surprises and shocks and a complete upheaval of the football world as we know it. Um, you know, what more could you ask for, right, in a week? <laughs> the uh, European Super League plans as quickly as they shook the football world are now dead. Uh, I have a lot of really good input from some of my listeners, and uh, we're going to talk about it on the show today. I'm going to give you my opinions, and look, I am very glad that this uh, ridiculous concept was uh, put to bed as quickly as it was, and it was really a rare display of fan power. I mean, we talk about this all the time in the game about fan power and you know how uh, global football is really a game for the people, by the people. It's not a game that's sort of ruled by a cabal of, of uh, uh, you know, uh, NFL owners sitting behind some, uh, sitting in some star chamber. Um, to a degree, there is the star chambers, of course, but we're going to get into this in detail after the break because this is the topic today, the European Super League and its death. What does it mean? Is it really dead? Is it going to come back? What are the long-term ramifications? And I certainly have my opinion, so I'm going to share those with you. And then, of course, we will get to every single Premier League match this weekend. And I suppose the biggest match will be Chelsea-West Ham. That is the match that has a lot on the line. I know Liverpool supporters will be hoping for a draw in that match. So we'll be going through it all. I'll be giving you uh, some really good betting picks as well, courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. So if you're going to have a little punt or two you can do that with a little bit of footballing knowledge in your back pocket so that's what's on store for us today we're coming to you on the sports byline broadcast network and sirius xm as well as iHeartRadio. radio tune in the award-winning sirius xm app and big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the american forces network it is great to be with you as i am each and every weeknight 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast for you early birds listening on Sports Overnight America. World Soccer Radio, that's right. We talk the global game right here, and we'll kick it all off after the break. All right, welcome back, World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber. Great to be with you. lot to get to today. We're going to talk about the demise of the, Euro- the uh, European Super League. Uh, came, the demise came as quickly as the shock announcement of its um, arrival, I suppose, the best way to put it. Uh, but it is gone now. Is it dead? We're going to talk about it. Also, today, a load of matches. We're going to get to all of the Premier League matches this weekend, including the really big match of the weekend, which is Chelsea-West Ham. Uh, we're going to talk about that. But you're going to want to listen to care carefully in the last segment when we do, because I'm going to give you some betting picks. And there's no better place to bet online than at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. They have everything. 
they have Premier League, they have Championship football, they have the uh, they have the Champions League, they have the Europa League, uh, they have Ligue 1, Serie A, La Liga, MLS, you name it, they've got it. If you want it, they have it. You can bet it at betonline.ag. Head over to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device today and sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You heard me right. 50%. And by the way, if there still was going to be a European Super League, you could bet it there as well. But because that league is no more, thank goodness, you won't get to bet it. But everything else you want, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So... um, you know, earlier on in the week when the announcement was made, I, I had a kind of a soul-searching show here with you where I bore my soul and talked about how disappointed I was and how disgusted I was with the ESL and the concept of the ESL and, you know, what it meant and, and that it really gutted the, those things that are so important about global football. And when I have an opportunity to look introspectively about what that means to me, you know, it's things like tradition. It's things like history. It's things like understanding that the sport is about the 100 and 150 years or so that some of these teams have been around versus, you know, the 50, 60, 70 years they've been playing and uh, making money for their owners. If you take sporting merit out of the game, you have destroyed the game. Because of the unique aspect and the unique method and the unique structure of European and largely global football. Now, we don't have that here in the United States, so this concept for many people is alien. There are few sports teams in the United States that are truly community-based teams. There are some uh, so I don't want to get into a, a pissing match here with uh, fans of uh, the Green Bay Packers or whoever it is. But most teams are the product of some very rich guy's desire to have a massive vanity project and to be walled off and protected and to play in the same country club week in and week out with the same members to whom you are going to let into your club or not. Sort of the Mar-a-Lago of sports, to use an awful Trumpian concept, which makes me ill, but I'll use it anyway. So we have that here in all of the leagues in the United States, whether it's the NBA, the NHL, the NFL, Major League Soccer, you name it, and Major League Baseball. It's not as if a AAA baseball team can do really, really well in their league and get promoted to Major League Baseball, or... You know, a USL team will play, win the season, be a go unbeaten in their season and finish top of the USL and get promoted to Major League Soccer. Or do I need to go on with this? I'm going to say a minor league. So the University of Alabama the, will, will be invited to join the NFL. <laughs> so, you know, no, it doesn't happen that way, folks. You know that. I know that. That's just not the way sports in this country work. Sports are a highly packaged entertainment product. And if you want to uh, be the uh, if you want to be the um, the leading act in one of the leading leagues, well, you got to pay a, a bleeding edge entry fee for it, and you know, 
do the dog and pony show and tell people why it's wonderful and you got to go get stadiums and all the rest of this crap. But, you know, that's because American sports leagues largely and by and large are products of the boardroom. And yeah, there are some old teams, folks. I don't need to be lectured about it that, you know, that came up as uh, athletic clubs, but very, very few. Most European football clubs started as neighborhood athletic clubs. Teams servicing the guys in their, their area. I, I, globally, I mean, you could look. Look, go to Argentina. Newell's Old Boys. Why is there a team in Argentina called Newell's Old Boys, you may ask? Well, very simply, the dock workers in Argentina and the managers that were English, many of them came from Newell's School. And they had a football team called Newell's Old Boys. Old Boys is a, a British term for uh, alumni. Of course, it would be an all-boys school to be, uh, you know, uh, uh, Newell's Old Boys. So that's a great example. Arsenal Football Club. Man, you know, it was a local football team for the people that worked at the Arsenal. Etc. 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 And and of course it's totally changed now, and the landscape is different, and everything. And these clubs are owned by you know billionaires and blah blah blah. But yeah, I understood that. But when you scratch the surface of the modern ownership, and you dig a little deeper, you will see that the fan base for many, many, many of these clubs goes way back to the inception of the club as a local athletic club servicing a very specific clientele. Not a product of the boardroom. A product of the community. And so the concept of sporting merit is so very important. Because even though we know the reality, we understand that Arsenal, well, not Arsenal anymore, let's forget it, this, this year, but like Man City, Man United, uh, Liverpool, Chelsea, um, you name it. Tottenham, Arsenal. The big, the, I love the idea of the big six because you just go back a few years and, you know, Man City wasn't even in the Premier League. <laughs> oh, yeah. How short our memories are. But if you go back, there is a concept of community clubs and a concept that no one community is better than another inherently and that it may be better you you, you may be better on the field and uh, but that's fair and you may have more put more investment in and well that's your decision but essentially every club is a club and you're going to achieve your success, your league standing, based on your sporting merit. And, and so that is the system that underlies the entire game outside of the United States. And I'm not poking anything at the United States. It's a very different sports landscape here. So when you come up with a cockamamie concept that says these six clubs are better than everybody else, these six clubs are going to not play in our communal sandbox anymore. These six clubs are still going to want to have the benefits of playing in England and being in, quote, European football, but we don't want to play with other teams that we deem unworthy. 
and we're going to invite a select few to join us every year. Well, that is the MLS and the NFL model and the MLB model and all these other models. But you cannot apply it to a system that exists already that essentially says, we're better than you. Forget what we do on the field. We're just, Arsenal is better than you. Why? Because we're Arsenal. And if you look at this season, Arsenal's not better than half the teams in the league, right? And that's the beauty of it. You look at this season and Liverpool are just an embarrassment. But they weren't last season, they weren't the season before, but that's the beauty of it. Sporting merit. We're going to talk about it more when we come back. World Soccer Radio, presented by betonline.ag. Sex and drugs and rock and roll Is all my brain and body need Alright, well, the weather is warming, the sun is out, the cold days of winter far behind us. You'll be getting ready to head outside into that bright sun. And when you do, you'll know that your sunglasses suck because it's time to make your outdoor experiences all that much better with Kynan. Kynan sunglasses, well, they're made exclusively with polarized lenses. You get optimal clarity. They're clearer, lighter, stronger, plus Italian handcrafted frames that are almost impossible to scratch. You know you need these. Head over to Kynon.com. Use the exclusive code KynonCast15, K-A-E-N-O-N, Kynon, K-A-E-N-O-N, KynonCast, C-A-S-T-15. That's the code you're going to use at Kynon.com and receive 15% off your first pair. That's KynonCast15. Kynon, clearly better. All right, well, welcome back to the show. A huge week in, in football. The, the We haven't even really talked about Jose Mourinho getting fired from Spurs. Um, I suppose that's the uh, least surprising story of the week. Um, uh, uh, you know, so Mourinho loses the locker room again. Uh, no surprise, right? It's hard. And you have to think, and this is a topic certainly for another day, but you have to ask yourself, you know, how damaged is his brand? I also neglected to mention in the open when I was running down the matches, of course, we have a Carabao Cup final coming up, Man City Spurs. Uh, is this going to be the first silverware for Man City? Or are Spurs going to rebound with their interim manager? They did win the last game uh, handily, I might add, beating Southampton 2-1. And they're going to win their first silverware. So we'll have to wait Wait and see. I'll give you my predictions for the Carabao Cup coming up in the next segment. But to get back to it, we were talking about this abomination of the European Soccer League. And I was talking about the primary differences between uh, a, a game based on sporting merit and why the concept of a European Soccer League is so alien and so awful and so um, insulting, I, I think is the best way to put it. And look, I'm a, I'm, I'm a lifelong Liverpool supporter. But my team were one of the 12. My team supposedly were one of the ringleaders of this awful thing. And I have said few bad things about uh, 
John Henry and Fenway Sports Group since they took over Liverpool. But boy, oh boy, did they misread the room along with, you know, Ed Woodward and the Glazers, along with um, Bruce Buck at Chelsea, along with Daniel Levy. I have a feeling that sort of Man City kind of felt like they sort of had to had to be there. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too nice. I don't know. Certainly Stan Kroenke. I mean, look, if you if you own this awful team called Arsenal Football Club that's currently ninth in the league, and somebody says, hey, we think you're the elite big boys and we want you to play in a closed-wall competition with us year in and year out against the uh, supposed teams that we have labeled are the other big teams in Europe, well, you know, you're going to jump at the chance because you're cheap, you're Stan Kroenke, and you're thinking, hey... I get all the benefits without having to really make the investment. But clubs come and clubs go. Nottingham Forest used to be a big club in England. Manchester City have not traditionally been a massive powerhouse club in English football. Chelsea Football Club were two seconds from bankruptcy, were run into the ground by Ken Bates. Manchester United, Liverpool, to a degree, the old days of Arsenal, these are the sort of traditional clubs that are win year in and year out and you know and i say it with such a caveat guys because you 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 know what i mean I mean, there was a time if you're an american fan and you're relatively new to the premier league uh you know and you came in in the last 20 years and in footballing terms that's relatively new you were inculcated in the concept that man united just wins everything and is just so much better than everybody else and then it was Roman Abramovich and Chelsea, and then Chelsea were better than everybody else and had all this money, and, and everybody else just were, were peons, and Chelsea were the greatest thing. Then it was Manchester City and all of that money that came in. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's cyclical for people. It's cyclical. Are you telling me that Inter Milan and AC Milan are the global powerhouse football clubs that they used to be some 20 years ago? When was that dire, boring Champions League final in the UK? <laughs> I was in England. I forget where uh, where it was. AC Milan. Oh, it was a bore, a snooze fest. One of the most boring games in the history of mankind. Juventus are sort of currently. I mean, look, look. Juventus have always been a huge team in um, global football. N no, no doubt. But you know. Things change, right? Things change. And you could look at teams like, uh, you know, um, 2002, 2003, right? Juve, that was the boring one. Oh, that's right. It was 2002, 2003 Champions League final. Juventus against AC Milan. Oh, oh, was that a ball. Seriously. Was really, really dull. M Milan won. 
Van Nistelrooy was the top scorer that season. Remember Ruud Van Nistelrooy? Of course you do. Anyway, I'm digressing. The point I'm trying to make, folks, is this. When you upend the entire social fabric of the game, you're going to have trouble. And it's important to note that the ringleaders of this plot were Agnelli at Juve, and they're in some serious financial trouble, okay? The Glazers at United, John Henry at Liverpool. So you've got two American owners there, and Stan Kroenke kind of the cheerleader on the side. So you've got this sort of push to try to make an NFL-style system. The interesting thing, and then, of course, what happened is the fans just said no. And I don't mean the fans in England of the other teams. They were horrified. I don't mean the the fans of the Leicester Cities, for example, who, by the way, what a wonderful season they're having, right? Or the fans of the of West Ham or Everton or Leeds or Newcastle or Wolves. Well, how about those teams that have aspirations based on sporting merit to become one of the big clubs? Again, I'm looking at Leicester City right now, who have put together some very impressive seasons back to back to back. Or what about a team outside of these that gets big money investment and decides to try to swing with the big boys? It wasn't just the fans of those teams that were upset. It's the fans of the teams themselves that wanted to break away into this self-professed elite league where you just get in based on your name, based on your history, based on what you did whenever, not based on how you're doing today. And so it was a global, global outpouring of disgust by fans across the world that forced these guys to reevaluate their decision and do it bloody quickly. Uh, look, I think they were pushed along by the, uh, I think the, the surprise reaction they had from UEFA and FIFA and the FAs. What do you expect the FAs to do? What do you expect the Premier League to do? To say, oh, well, six of you, uh, six of you 20 uh, teams over there think you're better than everybody else and want to basically gut one of the main prizes coming out of this league, which is, uh, which is qualification to the Champions League. Um, so we're going to support that. You, really? You thought they were going to do that? How stupid can you possibly be? And UEFA? Well, <laughs> you know what? UEFA is going to take any challenge to the preeminency of the Champions League? And as a football fan, would you want that? I don't want that. Why were Liverpool behind this, a team that above all in England prides themselves on being the most successful team in Europe playing in England today? The European history and that European pedigree is 80% of the identity of modern Liverpool football club. It's that history. And you're willing to say, ah, you know what, nah, to that. I'm going to play in this tournament where I just by being Liverpool, I get to be in the tournament. That's, 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 not, that's not fair. Anyway, thank God. The owners heard the noise, saw the ramifications, and the players on these teams as well were absolutely horrified at the thought of being banned from international football as well as 
you know, the various machinations of uh, domestic and uh, and continental football as well. So a general uprising forced these people to rethink, uh, but you have to rethink, and I think this will force a real sea change in thinking about the type of owners that come into these leagues uh, going forward, uh, both for those owners and for the fans. All right, this is World Soccer Radio. Uh, when we come back, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's talk Premier League weekend action this weekend. Let's talk Carabao Cup final. I'll give you some great betting picks courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. I'll be right back. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Yes, that is the germs, if you didn't know that already. And uh, if you want to hear great punk rock music or any music, this is where you're going to tune into because we have the best bumper music in the biz, I'm telling you right now. Listen, support for this show and our podcast as well, which you can find on the Believe Podcast Network, is brought to you by Just Live a trusted source for high-quality wellness CBD products created by athletes just for you. Uh, you know, look, I um, have a bad back and I have trouble sleeping and um, I have actually been taking CBD oil and it has really helped. This Just Live product is nothing short of superlative. Uh, and that's why they came out with their new CBD gummy line with six different flavors. And the flavors relate to a function. So they got sleep, energy, focus, immunity, calm, and vitamin C. Now, they're vegan. They're low sugar. Just Live was founded by athletes Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, Travis Pastrana, Paul Rodriguez, because they wanted to create a CBD product that they could trust and one that they could stand behind. So if you need support with sleep, focus, energy, stress, immune health, you name it, I really recommend giving these a try. Right now, if you buy one of their new gummy products, you will get one free. And there are six different benefits to choose from. So instead of just choosing one, visit JustLive.com. Use code SUPPORT, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, as in they support you, to buy one, get one free. Support as in support my sponsors, okay? So buy one, get one free of the new gummy lines with code SUPPORT at JustLive.com. That's buy one, get one free, justlive.com, use code support. All right, so um, look, Arsenal's crappy, crapola season continues as they are beaten at home by Everton, who, in fairness, are a good team. I mean, it's not like they got beat by West Brom or Sheffield United, but this Arsenal team is really, quite honestly, just bad. And I know we saw Jose Mourinho sacked. He lost the locker room. And, and I'm wondering if that's why he was sacked. But if you want to look at results, this Arsenal team is appalling. And it's all very well for Stan Kroenke to get on his high horse and think that this is a, a team worthy of the European Super League. This isn't a, even a team worthy of the Europa League, uh, quite frankly. And their league position would second that opinion. Not that the Europa League isn't a good competition and isn't, in my opinion, the hardest tournament to win. All right, but we do have a whole slate of Premier League matches to go off 
for this weekend. I know you're going to be betting at betonline.ag. Pretty much everybody in action now. Look, City and Spurs are in action for the Carabao Cup final at Wembley. We're going to talk about that one. But let's start Saturday morning, Liverpool, Newcastle. And Steve Bruce, despite being a very dull man and a very uninspiring manager, has managed to get this Newcastle team that is quite seriously an absolute abomination of a team uh, to get a couple of nice results in a row. Last three, they had a draw against Tottenham, 2-2, which was a shocker. Then they beat Burnley. They beat West Ham United, which was a shocker, by the way, because I really like uh, Moisey's West Ham team. And uh, they are now nicely clear of any thoughts of that icky drop zone uh, that currently Fulham uh, finding themselves six points behind. Looking bad, I might add, for Fulham, for West Brom. We're getting to the point where mathematically they could get eliminated, which is why Fulham's game is so important. But let's get back to Liverpool, Newcastle, and Anfield. So he gets the points, he ekes the points, and look, they're not safe yet, Newcastle, but they are eight points above Fulham, as I mentioned. And I don't know what to make about my Liverpool team. I thought they had a wonderful first half against Leeds and they just kind of got a goal up and figured, hey, Leeds are playing Liverpool. They should be scared. They're going to have skid marks in their underpants so we don't have to play. And guess what? You can't do that. And uh, Leeds came back and uh, got the point. But Liverpool will win against Newcastle at Anfield. That's a safe bet. If you are a betting man, and that's what we like to talk about, minus 385, despite Liverpool's very inconsistent form, minus 385, Liverpool very much the favourites to win, and they will. Next up, let's go. Um, West Ham-Chelsea. This is actually the match of the weekend because everything is at play here. If West Ham win, they go to 58 points and they knock Chelsea out of fourth spot. If Chelsea win, they go to 59 and they're tied with Leicester, although Leicester are playing Crystal Palace. If you think that Liverpool are going to win, likely, against Newcastle, okay, and that would take them to 50 six points which would put them above Chelsea if Chelsea get a draw with West Ham you're going to have three teams on 56 points and if Tottenham beat Sheffield which I predict they will although that match is not until uh the May 2nd because of course Tottenham are playing in the Carabao Cup um that would put everybody tied on 56 points but we're not going to get there because of this match all right so West Ham Chelsea this is just a huge game. And, you know, coming off that disappointing result for West Ham against that loss against Newcastle, uh, I really thought West Ham were on a beautiful roll. Uh, they may still be. This is uh, at the London Stadium. The problem is, is that Declan Rice and Michael Antonio are injured. Craig Dawson suspended. Um, and I don't know, despite the fact that uh, Chelsea are playing in the... Their, their semi-final against Real Madrid midweek. They're going to be looking at this match. I am actually going to go on a limb here. I think this is a draw. So I'm going to say plus 282 for me. Chelsea, prohibitive away favorites at minus 130. West Ham, plus 380 at home. If you want to take a flyer, that plus 380 might be a nice one to look at. Sheffield United, Brighton, I don't know what to say. Two teams that, fa- that fail to kind of make your heart go a flutter 
uh, if if that's what you're looking for. And maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. Uh, Sheffield officially relegated. Uh, but look, I mean, you just have to watch them all, all season to know that that was happening. Um, but sometimes, folks, relegated teams that have nothing to lose play with a sort of abandon that you might expect of teams that the pressure's off. But most importantly, those players on Sheffield United want to start showcasing themselves. And this is going to be a better game to do it than their next Premier League game, which would be against Spurs. So I think this is an interesting game. Uh, Sheffield United plus 450, fa- uh, long shot at home. Brighton, who are breathing a sigh of relief because Fulham and West Brom are so bad, um, are going to be fighting but i'm going to go on a long shot I, I, i'm saying this is the big payout go for sheffield united at bramall lane plus 450 i like it all right wolves burnley uh wolves are the favorites at plus 104 and i'm moving along here so i don't run out of time uh oh, again we're fine wolves burnley all right wolves burnley um the problem with burnley quite frankly is they're very uninspiring they've lost three in a row against southampton against newcastle and against united their last win came Away at Goodison Park was a bit of a shocker, but that was on the back of that draw against they had against Arsenal. Uh, they're playing a Wolves team that has fa- started to find a little bit of form of late. Uh, one, two in a row against Fulham, against Sheffield. Yes, they're beating the crap teams at the bottom of the league, but guess what? Guess what? Burnley are one of those. I think Wolves are going to win, so I'm going to pick Wolverhampton Wanderers to win at home. Plus money on that one, plus 104. I like it. That's a nice bet right there. Leeds, Man United. Plus 295 for Leeds, minus 123 for Man United. This is at Ellen Road. Um, I like this game. I, 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 I really difficult for me to predict this one, but I'm going to take another. I'm going to take another upset. I think Leeds United get the win at Ellen Road. Plus 295. Get some big money, people. Go to betonline.ag right now. Plus 295 on Leeds. And if you're, if you're more, a little bit more conservative and you think Man United are likely to win this, as I think the odds makers feel that way as well, you can get minus 123, which isn't bad for a big favorite. All right, next up, Aston Villa, West Bromwich Albion. And if you remember, <clears throat> Villa played a wonderful game against Man United. They ended up losing... Excuse me. Um, pardon me, against Man City, not Man United. They ended up losing. Um, this Villa team can surprise. This is the team that beat Liverpool 7-2. Uh, against a West Brom team that is in dire needs of points. Uh, be that as it may, I think this Villa team still good, too good for West Brom, despite the fact that this team has found a little bit of, uh, a little bit of oomph as of late beating Chelsea. Remember that 5-2 shocker uh, beating Southampton? But they did just lose 3-0 to Leicester in what was a very, very, very one-sided match that was uh, back on Thursday. So that was uh, yesterday. So I, I like uh, Villa for that, minus uh, 117. Uh, Leicester, Crystal Palace, I have to go for Leicester at minus 217. I think Leicester City will bounce back. And finally, just finally, my uh, Carabao Cup final, uh, I'm going to say 2-0 Manchester City. And City will win the first silverware of the season partly because question marks about harry kane's fitness and you know how important harry kane is to this team and uh, i know city have that big 
match against PSG midweek. And that is actually the most exciting matchup to look forward to this week is definitely that one. But Pep's going to want silverware. I think Pep's going to want to put some silverware in the bank, get everybody over the disappointment of busting out of the FA Cup uh, and the fact that the, the quadruple is no longer available. They haven't yet mathematically won the Premier League, so I I, I expect him to play a strong side because silverware is at stake. I mean, it's not the... Uh, of the four that everyone was thinking they might win, I would say this would be, obviously, the Carabao Cup, the least interesting. Um, the question, I guess, is guys like Kevin De Bruyne, who, who are nursing a little injury, are they going to be, is he going to play him? But I, I don't know. I, I think Tottenham, again, c- kind of like Tottenham have a little bit of nothing to lose at this point. Mourinho's gone. They're going to have an awfully hard time making the Champions League, although it's not impossible. Um, and I, I think these players are going to be looking either to position themselves for a move or position themselves for whoever the manager will, the permanent manager will be. So I, I, I never like to discount that, but I think this will be a Man City win. But I'm going to say it's 2-1 City. City lift the Carabao Cup. And there you have it. So let's recap, shall we? Uh, Liverpool, Newcastle, I'm saying take Liverpool. West Ham, Chelsea, this is at London Stadium, take the draw. Little upset there, plus 282. By the way, a little bit of wishful thinking too, by the way, from a Liverpool sports uh, perspective. Uh, Sheffield United, uh, Brighton, upset for me. Take the Blades, plus 450 at Bramall Lane. Wolves, Burnley at Molyneux, you have to take Wolves at plus 104. Leeds, Man United, second upset of the weekend. I'm saying take Leeds United at Ellen Road, plus 295. There is nothing to dislike about this Leeds team. They leave everything on the pitch at the end of the game. Aston Villa over West Brom at minus 117. And finally, Leicester City get it back on track against Crystal Palace. And who will replace a Roy, Uncle Roy? That's the question that everyone's talking about. Uh, he's likely to retire. Uh, but either way, Leicester City, I like at the KP, minus 217. All odds courtesy of our title sponsor, betonline.ag. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back after this. All right, uh, welcome back to World Soccer Radio. I hope you enjoyed the match preview because... um, we are coming down to the uh, business end of the season. There are, what, six games, five games, depending on which which uh, team in the Premier League you follow. There are not that many matches left. There are obviously some massive races still going. Man City will wrap up this title. Sheffield United, we know for sure, are relegated. West Brom, I think a disappointing result for them uh, yesterday. But, you know... We're going to relegation battle the uh, spots for the Champions League. That race still hot and heavy. So I hope you enjoyed the match previews. Just want to remind you, if you're going to have a little wager, head over to our title sponsor, uh, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. If you sign up now, you can get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That's right. Where else can you get 50% on your money? Just by showing up. Not even Dogecoin could do that for you, right? Just a reminder, I will be back with you on Monday 
uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast on Sports Overnight America. We'll recap all the matches. And there is that Monday game as well. So we'll be able to look back and see uh, how our predictions were for that Monday game. That Monday game, of course, Leicester Crystal Palace at the KP. Fully expect Leicester to do the business. Just a reminder, if you enjoy the show and maybe you've missed some of it or you missed uh, yesterday's uh, episode or what have you, head over to our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, and check us out. Subscribe to the podcast. You could also do it using Spotify and iTunes and all the rest of the uh, cast of characters there. But uh, subscribe to our podcast and you'll get notified every time uh, we have a new show and it will be downloaded into your device and you can enjoy it uh, at your leisure. All right, that's just about going to wrap it up for me. I'd like to thank all the fine folks at the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also the American Forces Network and Sirius XM for putting the show on the air because I do so enjoy it. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Stay safe. Don't be an idiot. Enjoy the football. And if you're going to place a wager, head over to betonline.ag. I'll chat to you all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.